Welcome to Survivors of Addiction. My name is Brandon Orr. And I'm Christy Lashober. And our fearless leader. This is Stephanie Mendenhall. We are glad to be back today. We are excited to be with you guys. Um, I hope everything's going well with you guys. And um, I sure hope that this podcast topic today really reaches and resonates with you guys. Because as we were sitting in our war room and discussing what topics we want to do next, um, something hit us both, um, Christy and I, and then Stephanie as well. What would you tell your younger self? Oh, if I knew then what I know now, condemnation would have had no power. My joy, my pain would have never been my work. If I knew then what I know now, would have not been hard to figure out what I would have changed if I had heard. Dear younger me, it's not your fault. You know, and that's it right there, you guys. It's not our fault. It's not. It's not. And that's what we're going to dig into today here about um, talking a little bit about what would I tell my younger self. Isn't that a big statement? It is. And because it's there's truth behind it. Yes. And we have to live with our truths today. And truth that carries us all the way yeah. to the age we are right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. So you guys, I sure hope you enjoy this episode because we're going to get in deep with it, you guys. Yeah. This could be this could be you know all over the place or it could be right down the middle yeah. you know for a home run but we're gonna give it to you guys straight because it's important we what I know about my younger self is that that's where my trauma started so mm. that's what I wanted to get into and you know we always look back like what would you tell your younger self well you really can't but if you could what would you mm. you know because yeah. it's there's a there's a line there that what if right? That what if factor, what if somebody would have said, what if I would have done, what if, but we can't play those reels back. So if I could go back in time and talk to myself, mm. oh, I have some, I have some stuff to say. Yeah. And I almost back. dropped the S-bomb just now too. Oh, that's okay if you do that. <laughs> we're no, allowed because we're, we're not there yet. It's not. That's okay. Producer says no. Okay. <laughs> but, but all that means is that we've grown and we've gotten some wisdom through some hard stuff. So we can tell our younger self something. And I don't want this to be short of where we, what what happened to us from a child to our teens, to our early 20s and yada, yada, really made us who we are today. Yeah. So we're not, it's not blaming. No, it's not, no. you know, blaming anyone. It's just saying, wow, if I could, if I could go back and tell her this, then, then yeah, you know, dude. it would feel good. You know, and it's, it's, it's important to understand that like we grow through what we go through. Yep. You know, and that's, and I, I, I made a post yesterday on Facebook saying, um, it's not how we go through, it's how we go through what we go through that makes a difference. Yes. And we can't put, I don't personally, Brandon or here, I don't put blame on anything from my past because I love where I'm at today, but I wish I could have just known some things, mm, you know, wouldn't like, that be amazing? oh man, just if I could have just been like the little, fl- nope, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, Ooh, don't do on. that. I got one. What? I would have chose a different prom dress junior <laughs> year because three other girls had the same one. What color oh, was you it? You do not want that. <laughs> what color was it? Let's see. It was black. You wore Ooh. a black prom dress. Oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> with, with your hair. It was amazing. With the big a hair? A lot of hair. <laughs> do you have that picture somewhere? 1986. Would... <gasps> amazing hair. Well, that's funny you say 1986 because that's right about where I'd like to start talking to me okay. at. You know <laughs> now you don't have to go into ages no, here. Dang. No, no. Um, you know, uh, that's funny. 
First off, I would love to see that picture for real. Oh, I have one. <laughs> okay. Lucky other... this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> but I really, I really want to touch basis on, you know, for Brandon real quick about 1986. Why not start there? That this was, this was not scripted. You guys, this is just where we're going with it. Since she brought it up, it's a good, good start for me. How old were you in 1986? Um, I was six, I was six years old. No, I was almost seven. I was almost seven when, when I'm talking about what I'm talking about. I was almost seven because I was born in 79. But that like is a what? good place to start. Mm. So as, as, as we discussed, what were you going to say, Chris? I was just going to say I was 21. <laughs> a little bit. Different. So she's going to have to go back. I'm going to have to go way now we are in the back well, of the bus. Getting, I've always so wanted is. to know more about the 70s, so we're good. <laughs> no. Um, but I really, I want, I, want to, I want to just say like I, I spoke in earlier podcasts. If you scroll down and pick one or two, like I had some trauma as a child. Um, some trauma that not all kids should have to face. Um, not, I apologize. No kid should have to face. Um, and it was a confusing time for me. You know, my father was going through his trials and tribulations through my mom's death. Um, my two older brothers had a different mother. Um, my grandmother lived in Oregon. I was in Reno. Um, and all I pretty much had how I looked at it and, and, and I vividly remember this. All I had was my little brother mm. and I didn't know what to do next with him. I knew that we, I, how does a seven-year-old raise a five-year-old? I was going to say, you know, how? like how does this happen? Right? So pretty much my childhood was pretty much taken from me. Um, at a young age, riding bikes wasn't an option. Playing with my friends wasn't an option. Taking care of my little brother is what mattered to me. Um, my little brother and I always didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. Of course, we're siblings. But like, if I could go back today, and I'm just going to go start this now. I would probably, before I tell me something, I would probably speak to my little brother mm. and tell him that we're going to be okay. Mm. We're going to be okay. We're going to go through some shit. We're going to go through some trials. We're going to go through some tribulations. We're going to go through some falls. We're going to go through some hurt. We're going to go through some worry. We're going to go through all these emotions that kids shouldn't have to go through. Mm. But we're going to be okay. And I believe wholeheartedly it's because we had each other. Mm. Like we fought like nobody's business, right? You guys have brothers and sisters, you Mm -hmm. know, right? And so do you guys in the audience. You guys know, like siblings don't get along. But when push comes to shove, we're there for one another. You know what's cool? I love the fact that this is entitled What Would I Tell My Younger Self? And I love that you included your brother in there. Yeah, he's my everything. You know, that's cool because that's that's the connection that you have with him. So whatever you're telling yourself, you want to include him on that. And right. That's beautiful. And and we didn't talk about that part, right? It just hit right. me. It's like that's the first thing because it like from a young age, it was comforting my little brother, mm. you know. And then I would look at me and say, okay, it's time to be strong. Yes. Because I didn't know how to be strong then. And nobody taught me how to be strong. I had to figure this stuff out on my own. And it was not easy, dude. But I wouldn't, I would take it back. I would take it back so fast for a, for a redo. You know, like I'd love to have my mom back. But that's not the case. Yeah. The case is, is I have to deal with the hand I'm, I'm given. And mm-hmm. dang it, I know how to play poker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, 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 can, you know hold, to, I can hold a hand, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And what I had to learn first was how to read people. <laughs> yeah, That was That's the first true. thing I had to do is how to read people because does this person have my best interest? Does he have does my brother's best interest? Like are they going to – are we safe with these people? Are we safe? You know? And seeing what I saw at a young age, I didn't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust nobody. I didn't even trust my dad. You know? It's a scary fact, but it is what it is. And, 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 I, and I don't take it back. Hmm. Can you relate to that at all? Yeah, I can. How? 
Um, when you said that you had to read people, one of the th- it's it's so funny how our stories are so similar but yet very different. It, but but the same feelings and the same emotions are there. Like when you had said that you had to read people, that's what I had to do, but for a different reason. I couldn't imagine how you had to read them. You know well, what I mean? Being in the hospital, I I had to read the doctors. I I, I read like I could tell when their when their feet would approach me, like if it was good news or bad news, right? Or I could tell, diff, you know, with my mom or my dad when they came in, and um, and I could just tell their their fear. So I I read fear and worry. So I thought, oh, there's no way I can share my emotions, you know, because. Because then that would just compound their fear and worry. Right. And what would you tell your younger self right then? I would say, you know what? <laughs> well, I'm not going to, I can't say it. <laughs> no, like, John, we're not going to say it. No. I like how she looks over at me. <laughs> yes, uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't say exactly. But um, to break it down a little bit, I would just say, it's okay. It's okay. No one's going to die. No one's going to fall apart if you cry. No one's going to freak out if you say, I'm afraid or, or I'm sad or I'm, I'm scared. Afraid, you know? I'm right. Afraid, yes. Great points because I can, I can only imagine, I'm going to say it. You ready? Little Christy. Aww, <laughs> <I> imagine. <laughs> love it. Oh, you guys, Hi, there's Brandon. an inside there's an inside story about that. We'll get into that one day. Um but you notice he didn't say little Brandon. No, but I'll say it. Little Brandon. <laughs> I see little Brandon. I'm working Brandon. on little Brandon right now. Okay. I'm trying to get him out, dude. I promise. Uh-huh. He's out. You know the thing is he's already out. Okay, I'm actually saying. But it's like, Christy, I could I want to like empathize with you a little bit and and, and like understand like your situation. Um, and the, and the, and the trials and stuff that you had to go through, um, I don't think anybody could put into what that could feel like for you. So you explaining these here with us, thank you, Mm. because it's important that people understand that because somebody out there is going through your similar situation. Somebody out there could be listening to this podcast and they can get a little bit of relief from you knowing, okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Well, it's, well, and that's what how I feel about you, too, because I, I mean, we can't imagine each other's situation. Right. I can't imagine watching my mother die. I mean, number one, I've had my mom since, you know, she's still alive. And so I can't imagine going through that. So a lot of times when we see other people in addiction or have done some, you know, made some really bad decisions, we say, what happens? Right. Right. And in the very end, in the very end of it all, like the grand scheme of it all, like we couldn't even imagine that it's going to be okay. Yes. You know, like it's going to be okay. And, 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 and as I'm talking myself right now, like I've been going through some things and it's like, I'm talking to myself right now. So yeah. it's going to be okay. You it know? always is going to be okay. As long as we surround ourselves with people who love us. But how do you fully believe that? Because I've experienced it. There you go. Right. Because we know. We know for sure. And in in doing the things that are scary, which is sharing some shame, you you've shared a lot of things that a lot of people don't share. Therefore, they are withering away in shame. Amen. I love that. Yep. And it wasn't easy to share, but I did it. It's not you know, easy. and that's why we're here, you guys, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're here today to ex- just give a little bit about our experience and what we would say. So maybe you guys can get some internal work on you down deep. The other thing that I would tell myself hmm. is to let go of the baggage. It's not mine. Dude, it's not your baggage to carry. How do you do that? Well, you know, and I thought about that. How do you explain that to somebody, right? It's like 
I was carrying, I'm going to go ahead and explain a little bit. I was carrying my little brother on my shoulders. I was carrying the wonder of my father and my father's grief. I was carrying my own grief. Um, I was carrying um, shame and guilt because of the situation that happened beyond, you know, the story behind it that I don't want to get into, but I had to deal with that. I have, um, I don't know if it was, uh, I don't know how to explain this. I think it was more of a, of a, an aha moment when we were talking about it because I feel like it was, I was mad at my dad. Mm, yeah. I was pissed, you know, and, 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 and it, and it hurts to say that right now, but it's like, I felt like I was carrying his shit, dude, mm. because he wouldn't carry it himself. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and, and this is like by the time I'm seven, eight years old, right? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a little boy. I'm supposed to be out digging my nose and building sandcastles and no i'm over here making lunches and 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 making sure my little brother had his clothes ready for school you know yeah um don't carry the baggage that's not yours because it's not yours to carry it's not my burden and i didn't know that at the time at the time i thought man this is i have to own this this is mine this is how this is how people are this is what people are supposed to do right and that's not the freaking case but it's interesting because when I watch you do life now, <clears throat> I see those same traits. What do you mean? Because you were someone that had to carry a lot and uh, care for. Okay. And so here you are as an adult caring and caring for, which in turn makes people trust you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I do. And I, and I appreciate that because yes. it's something that, you know, like I love what, I love what we do. I just want to make sure that I'm okay. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, are you okay, Brandon? Are you good? And and that's where, you know, it stems with the inner child thing going <laughs> oh on. God, are we <laughs> talking about he it again? Said it. Whoa. <laughs> oh, you guys, Christy's been pushing this inner child work on me for so long, and I feel like it might be about time. So She's a pusher. We're, uh, we're, we're pusher? breaking ground right now here on Survivors of Addiction. So the first there is... time she mentioned it, Brandon and I are like, we don't get it no. at all. <laughs> and, you know, working with her last year, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding it and I'm, and I'm feeling it and it's getting more comfortable and this topic right here today is going to allow me to probably open up a little more. So thank you, Christy, for being such a darn pusher. Right. Well, it's so cool that you guys are so open to stuff. And the reason that I push certain things is because I I have experienced the joy that comes from doing that work and I, you know, and I want everyone else to experience it because it's like you're already doing so many amazing things for everybody else. And like you said, we have to take care of ourselves. So if we can, you know, kind of delve inward a little bit, which, you know, is not comfortable for anyone. There are so many people walking around the world that are not aware, that haven't done that work. But, you know, I think after everything that we've been through, I I think we deserve to be really joyful and connected to ourselves and to other people. If that's what it takes, we're going to get this little bugger out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't want to see little Brandon. Oh, oh. I'm trying to tell no, you. I bet he's, he's so sneaky, cute. dude. Little Brandon is sneaky, dude. I'm telling you right now, dude. No, I appreciate that, Christy. Thank you yeah. for the kind words. And I hope that you guys receive that, um, you listeners out there, because there's like I tell Christy all the time, I don't want to I don't want to talk to little Brandon. Mm, why? Oh wait, we shouldn't get down. Yeah, this we're road. not going down this road. <laughs> but but there's reasons I'm I'm yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> there's reasons I'm going there because there's a lot of shit that I wish I could tell myself. Yeah. You know, and yes. and the only way that I'm ever gonna be able to work on Brandon is to look back at those things and really mm -hmm. figure out where it came from. You know, another thing, another one for Brandon that I'm going to go ahead and shout out is it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. 
I don't remember ever asking for help. I ma- I matter of fact, I was telling Stephanie this morning, like, I defied that, dude. Like, I don't need your help. Uh, no, you know, and I didn't mm. trust anybody. So how could I ask for help if I don't freaking trust anybody? Exactly. You know, so that makes sense. I, that's one thing I would definitely tell myself, and I and I think that it, it would be it would have been helpful back then if I would have realized it back then. Well, I'm sure, but I don't want to live in the shitta. I don't want to live in the shitta. Yeah, you know, I don't want to shit on myself. <laughs> I didn't cuss. Calm down, bro. Jeez. Yeah, well, you know, in order to ask for help, you have to feel safe with other people and safe with yourself. Because I know for for me, asking for help was really hard. Like, I would never ask for help. I'll help you all day long. And I think a lot of people in addiction don't like asking because we're not even really sure who we are or connected to who we are. So if I'm going to ask you for help, it's like, how do I manage you when I can't even manage Correct. Me? Ding, ding, yes. ding. Correct. Yep. Ab- 100%. Yep. And the fact of the matter is that... There's many options. There's many, there's many, there's many deciding factors. There's yes. many. So like when I look back at, and first off, thank you for sharing that. Cause you're, you're right. But the one thing that I want to is like, as I grew older, there was, it was not just talking to myself when I was seven, eight, nine, but it's like, there's things I want to say to myself at 10. There's things I want to say to myself at 12. There's things I want to say to myself at 13. So if I can move forward to that real quick, because yeah. I think it's important for me to get my little story out there. The one thing that I want to say is that, it's okay to find out who you are. Yes. Because don't laugh because Uh-oh. I will take offense and I will walk out. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if I was supposed to be a cowboy. I didn't know if I was supposed to be a gangster. I didn't know if I was supposed to be a hipster. I didn't know if I was supposed to be some preppy kid. I didn't know if I was supposed to be a nerd. I didn't I know if it. I was supposed to be a drug addict. I didn't know if I was supposed to be following my dad's shoes as an alcoholic. I don't know what I was supposed to be because wow. I never had a chance to raise myself up to become something that I'm supposed to be. I was being what everybody wanted me to be. That's a huge statement. Right? So today I know who I am and I didn't know who I was until I was about 23. Right. So if I could go back to when I was about 10 or 11, I would tell myself, it's okay to find out who you are. Mm. It's okay to find out who you are and be yourself. Wow. Because I really believe that when I, so I told the story of when I was 12 years old, almost, I was about 13 when I, Everybody was doing lines of meth and I thought it was cocaine and I decided that I was going to, I didn't want to do it because it looked like it hurt and I did a mm-hmm. shot instead. Yeah. Well, that was me trying to fit in because I didn't know who the hell I was. Mm. Yeah. Plain and simple, dude. Yeah. So that's what I would tell myself at 10, three years before I did my first uses. Dude, it's okay to find out who you are. Mm. Like if I could, my, my little tape collection was crazy. <laughs> like I had everything in there from Michael Jackson to uh, Technotronic, supersonic. You know what I'm saying? Like I had all <laughs> those things here. too short. I had everything. So I didn't know who I was as a kid. So That's I would love so to tell funny. myself it's okay to find out who you are. Yes. And, and you know, it's funny because I would say it's okay to like all of it. Yeah. But, I don't have to like certain things in front of certain people. Mind Not blown. that I thought I was doing that. It wasn't intentional, but I was just doing that. You right, know? right. And, and that even goes back to emotions. Like, um, I remember the first time that um, someone got a bunch of beer. And so all I wanted to know was how many beers is it going to take for me to get drunk? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wait, first off, tell me your age. I was in ninth grade. So how oh, that's old are great. you? <laughs> 15, 14. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't like, even walk like, me oh, through this. Walk me through this real quick, Christy. I apologize. <laughs> like, I, I really am trying to figure out, like, what would give you that thought to think, okay, there's 24 beers. 
How many is it going to take for me to get inebriated? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, how do you, I never thought that before. Well, looking back in my younger self was the fact that I had emotions okay. that were uncomfortable, boys, you know, high school. And so I didn't think certain emotions were okay. So I only knew to deal with emotions by changing the way I felt, which oh. is getting drunk or getting high or whatever it was. Drunk. Numbing, yeah, so, num- to numb yourself. Yeah, but it wasn't even numbing in a bad way. It was just numbing like, I want to feel different. Right. Like, I never thought feeling a certain, you know, just a, I guess, an ordinary way um, was okay. So How I just are we wanted so to. so the same and so different? <laughs> Isn't that. Like, because well, mine was like, because mine like was that. like, everybody's doing these drugs, right? And I'm thinking, I'm going to use it, John. Don't be a punk ass bitch. <laughs> do it. You know what I'm saying? Do like, it. do yeah. it, dude. And that, and that's where, that's where my flaw was because I didn't want to look like that person yeah. that I, I didn't know who the I was, dude. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. We can go ahead and edit that one. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to say it, but you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know who I was. Yeah, and that's the sad thing. Looking back, I think, how sad that all I wanted to do was get drunk instead of enjoy the concert, which I never made it to. Right. In fact, it was a whole disaster after I, I don't even know how many beers it ended up being, but I always thought Two. I had to, <laughs> let's hope, at 15. Oh, it was, it was bad. I won't get into she did it. 15. I, it. She was did 15 bad. at 15, okay? It was, it was Christy. We're talking about here. Y'all better recognize. <laughs> no, but you know, in, it's so it's so sad to me that as kids we think we have to um, feel a certain way, or or we can't just be who we are, which is maybe right. a little afraid, or a little embarrassed, or a little shy, or insecure. It's like no, let's just go right because I knew a solution, so I knew you know drugs and alcohol right. were a solution. So and I just did that. You know, thank you for sharing that. I just thought of something here, and it's like. As I've been growing, as 42 years walking this crazy earth that we get to call home, I watch parents raise their kids, okay? And I watch the boys and girls, you know, the boys, they want to do whatever their dad does. You know, yeah. they want to, they want to, they want to tag along with their father. If their father's hunting, they want to hunt. If their father's working on a truck, they want to work on a truck. And I'm not saying this to be little my father, but my father didn't do any of those things. Mm, so I yeah. didn't have a role model to to look up after. So that's where I feel like I didn't know who I was. Mm. I had to like try to figure it out and pull these pieces out of the sky that made sense to Brandon. And it yeah. only landed me in a world of hurt. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's what we grow through. We go through what we grow through. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with that. And you are such a good example now for kids. Oh, shucks. Thank you. You really are. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you I'm know, really and that's, that's where we're at today. And that's what we get to do. And you know, like, so one thing I want to ask you, Christy, Hmm. Let's talk about fifteen-year-old Christy. You want to do that for a second? <laughs> sure. She's crazy. I want to. Well, because we we touched a little <laughs> bit on it, and I just want to know a little more. Like, like if you could go back right now and see little Christy on the rock sitting there thinking, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself that it's okay to not be like everybody else. Okay, I like that. No yeah. peer pressure, right? Right. I mean that that would be amazing just to be your total self, the unique person that you are and move around the world in that. So I didn't know that. Right. I think a lot of people don't understand that at that age. Um, I would tell myself that um, the reason to do well is not to not get in trouble, but to um, discover all the talents and stuff that I had. 
You know, right, I, right. I I had great parents. They were really strict. They probably were strict because they knew I was Hi, mom. the 15-year-old <laughs> crazy person. But I was also really smart, but I um, didn't take advantage of that. I kind of manipulated right. around just trying to get the grade that my parents would be okay with instead of saying, hey, what else can I do? Right. Right. You know. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was pretty good, huh? <laughs> Girl, you, you blow my mind sometimes, man. I tell you, actually, a lot of the times. Mm. You know, and as we sit here and we think about our, you know, our younger selves and where we were at, and as it's like pulling up these files that we kind of locked away, so to speak. Yeah. And as we're opening them, like I'm getting all these flashes and all these floods of my childhood. And it's a good thing and it doesn't hurt. It just, it's good to remember. And I remember when I was about 15, 14, 15 years old, I felt like I had to fight everybody else's fight. Mm. I felt like I had to be seen and heard and I had to show my dun-da-dun, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like I had to be somebody that I was really not. So in order to quote-unquote fit in, I would fight everybody else's fights. I would, somebody be arguing at somebody and I would argue for them. Yeah. And you know, like that's just not what I was, like, Mind, stay in your own lane, Brandon. That's what I would tell myself. Mm-hmm. Stay in your own freaking lane. Yeah. You don't even know how to drive. <laughs> you're so funny. You know what I mean? Like, geez, dude, you don't even have your permit yet. You're over here riding everybody else's car. I don't know what I'm thinking. But, you know, those are the things that, like, I, I, I appreciate today that I could remember, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not the whole thing about talking about what would you say to your younger self. For me, for Brandon, it's not changing my my, it's not changing my past or my future. It's about recognizing it. Yes. And it's having compassion. Under, and understanding it a little more. Because, you know, I just celebrated a birthday on the 11th. Whoop, whoop. 42. <laughs> yep. I, uh... I get to learn things about Brandon today and I get to look back and as we're talking like all these great emotions and, 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 and experience that is, that I had, because a lot of them weren't good. Like my experiences were shit. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but I appreciate them and I respect them. Yeah. Because and that's the thing that because today, today, look who I'm in the booth with. Yeah. What? <laughs> say something. You know what I'm saying? Like I get yeah. to surround myself with people that actually love me today and it took a lot of work. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not easy. Yeah. Digging down deep, trying to find out who you are and why and all these complications. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just try to understand it. Try to respect it and try to just grow through it. And especially when your natural state is to change the way you feel or to act a certain way or to be the thing that you were either raised to be or that you've done your whole life. Addiction is, you know, a lot of people in addiction, um, it's hard to just be who you are. Right. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing is with, with sex, it does not equal love. So you would tell yourself that? Oh, for sure. Oh man, yeah. dude, yeah. are you telling me it doesn't equal love for real? I quit. I don't want to. I don't want to be here no more. I hate this place. No. Well, especially why as a girl, you, why, why as would a you, young girl in school, why would you tell yourself that? Well, because you know, if you're looking out for either boys or, um, you know, it's that self worth that you're always searching outside yourself for because you're not giving it to yourself. You're thinking you need it either from drugs, alcohol. Sex, attention from boys. Can we do a role play real quick? Uh oh. I want. I want to say. I want to. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> I know that I look really good today. Yes. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be little Christy. Oh shoot. Okay. You're gonna be little Christy. I'm gonna be little Christy. Okay. okay. And 
I want you to tell me exactly, like, I want you to explain to me what you just said, meaning sex doesn't equal love. Like, I want you to explain that to little Christy real quick. Got it. Um, Sex is just an act. Okay. Love is something that you first have to go inside yourself and give yourself. Like, look at everything that you're about and honor it, respect it, love all the things that you think are different than other people. Respect that and and love that part of you. Like, you are not, like, if you want to be happy and loved, um, you don't have to look outside yourself for it. But I really like this guy. Yeah, but do you like yourself? How much do you like yourself? And you guys, ladies and gentlemen, you see what happened right there? Like, that's the meat and potatoes. Because I could see you talking to yourself, but I can also see you arguing with yourself. I do it all day long. (laughs) I'm sitting here going, do I cut in and just argue? Do I just say something? You but can. no. But, oh, I know. But it's just, it's just <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to hear the words that you would say to your younger self yeah. because like people don't know how to talk to themselves. And it's not even just about the sex part. It's about everything. Like how much do I love myself? Oof. Oof. You know, as a child, as a kid, I didn't even know that self-love was a thing. Oh, yeah, I understand that. I didn't realize that either because I think we all always look outside ourselves for um, for affection or yeah. for validation. 100%. I mean, in the past, I think women too, I would never um, say anything like proud of myself. Like I would never say out loud something that I've achieved because that's, you know, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? That's... Um, uh, like bragging, yes, mm-hmm. bragging, ah. or look at me. Whereas now it's like, you know what? Bragging look and what boasting. I'm doing. I'm right. proud of my, I'm so proud of myself. And I think that's one of the things we miss as kids to say, hey, you know what? Look what I'm doing. I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. It, it you know, and I watch, and I'm going to go ahead and use Stephanie real quick, if you don't mind. I'm, I don't even care. I'm going to do it anyway. Using us. <laughs> um, like the way you raise your children, yeah. the way you raise your boys, like you taught them how to love themselves. You know, and like that's a lot of the pieces that people in addiction that are raising kids forget to do because they don't love themselves. Oh, like yeah. the parents don't love themselves. So how can they teach something that they don't know? Yeah, it's so important in my circles. Um, I'll look at someone because I know I needed this. I look at someone in their eyes like the way I'm looking at you now and say, Oof. you are so important. You are yeah, so I've seen you do it. beautiful and amazing. And I just watch that little person in them or even themselves just, it almost touches something so deep that they start crying. I've witnessed it. Yeah. I've witnessed it, you know, and that's, and that's, isn't that the special part of what we get to do? Like yes. love people? Yeah. Like we get to actually love people and then go back to love ourselves like every day if we are feeling kind of funky we just say okay and go back and love ourselves in a way that only we can and then whatever happens in the world we're not so swayed and 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 tethered by it we we just get to um if we're solid we just get to pour that love back into other people and then it goes all the way back to being by saying it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay it's not your fault Last like night, someone was talking at the cafe about uh, their 20 years clean, I think. or They had a lot of sobriety time. And he was saying how um, he made a decision that he was worth more than using drugs. Yes. And I know that that's probably something that people hear, but I don't know if right. they really comprehend that. Right. Like the value that's placed. And when you were talking about my kids, I was thinking about, yeah, how did we do that? And it was really about those core values and the, you know, 
discipline, yes, but also like, you know, the constant reinforcement of this is what is important and what causes you to value yourself so you don't go over those lines. Beautifully said. Yeah. Well, and good job. And it applies to addiction too. And that's what we try to instill in everybody in our organization is everybody has value and you're all so worth it. Right. You know, and the self-destructive patterns and that why can't I stop doing the thing that I don't want to do? Right. It's really about do you value yourself, love yourself, and find that worth. That that's the core of it all. Even if you were raised in a good household with with parents that loved you. It's like we have to have that awareness that we are so worth it because hurt people hurt exactly. people. Exactly. You know, and thank you for sharing that stuff. Yeah. That was good because and and I I say this all the time. I really hope you guys caught that because it's such it's such a moving moment when you get to instill something into your kids and they get to be raised up and then they get to instill it in their kids and so on and so on and make the generations just that much stronger. Um, before we go on, I want like, there's a couple things that I'm thinking about right now about my younger self that I would really like to tell myself as well. Like one mm. is get your ass up and go to work. <laughs> get your ass up and go to work, dude. Those like values that's... I was talking yeah, about. Bro, like, Stop lounging. Yeah. Get up, brush your teeth, go to work, comb your hair, get in the shower, like those little <laughs> things. Like, because the minute I was able to work, my dad had me to work. And did I want to go to work? No. No. I wanted to go play. Why? Because I didn't have a childhood. Yeah. Right? But getting up and going to work, like I do now, and like I have been for every time I have a job, is like, it's important to me because it brings value to my life. Mm. And as a kid, I didn't see that. Say 14, 15, I didn't see that shit. All I seen was, oh, I gotta go back and work. And, uh, I don't wanna, I'm gonna go bust tables at Lake of the Woods. Uh. You know <laughs> Is what I mean? that what you did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was probably my first job. But it's like, I don't, I didn't want to do it, you know? Yeah. And now that I look back and I know the importance of it. Yeah. Huge. Big moment for me, dude. I was like, whoa. And I realized that in like my late 20s is when I really realized that. Like, dude, I should have just got up and went to work because I wouldn't have been in trouble. Yeah. I would I would have kept myself out of trouble going to work. Right. So to me, get up, brush your teeth, go to work. That's a big one for Brandon. And that's integrity because you're doing something of purpose Oof. that you feel good about yeah, yourself. Man. Yeah, man. So like that's another one I'd love to tell myself, mm-hmm. you know. Do you feel that one at all? Yeah. Um, the first job that I had was at an ice cream shop at 15. I really haven't stopped working since. 15 you know, years parents, old at an ice cream yeah. shop. <laughs> what the F-bomb, dude? Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing, though, I would say that um, to tell my younger self is that I already have all the answers, like deep inside yeah, my I'm, body. Yeah, I'm going to need you to explain that to me. Okay. I already know, like, like what's good for me. I already know. I already have the answers. So instead of, like, ask going outside myself and asking people like I know what's right for me okay so the 17 year old Christy yeah and you're telling yourself that yes how and why well because I didn't trust myself Ooh. so I allowed I I, for for lack of a better word I allowed other people's opinions and thoughts to dictate what I did because I always thought well I'm easy breezy I like doing this I can go there yeah that's fine I could do all those things but what do you like Christy right what do you want and that's big and I'm proud of you for that because like the reason I wanted to ask you that and the reason I did is because I didn't quite understand so I'm not sure if our listeners did Mm -hmm. so you explained that beautifully thank you yeah Yeah. because because yeah I got all the answers. 
To yeah. what? Jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Well, and, the, and these are things that I'm realizing as an adult. You know, real quick, I don't know how much time we've been on here already, but I want to ask you something. Why is it so important that we're looking back at this? Well, because you had said earlier that we're still doing it. We're right. St- like, it, it's good to look back. It's good to grow and be aware. And, I mean, right. You know, so it's not just as a, as a younger self. Yes, I think the biggest thing was like the song said, it's not your fault. You know, and it brings clarity. Yes, it brings it, clarity it bring, and releases it, shame. It, well, and guilt. Guilt. You know, like yeah. I had, I don't know if I had more shame or guilt, but I had them both for some reason Me growing too. up. You know what I mean? Like it's just how it was. So, you know, looking back is mm-hmm. okay. Looking back is okay. Yes. It's dwelling on it. Not staying there. Yeah, not staying you there. You can not visit, but pitching don't a move tent in. there because that's where you're, you know, stay out <laughs> yeah. of there. You yeah. know, the other part that I love, we have down here on this piece of paper, I'm going to read it word for word. It gives us compassion for ourselves yes for ourselves dude yeah and that's okay mm-hmm. dude i remember one time growing up it was not okay to have any passion compassion anything dude <laughs> i couldn't have no i couldn't feel sorry compassion. for buddy i couldn't feel bad you be straight up boy there's yeah. no men do you yeah. know what i mean but it's like i get to have those today and it's super valuable to me to have passion and compassion for not just myself but other people and what we do here and I think one of the benefits of having compassion for ourselves is that that allows us to not be judgmental to others. I mean, if we have compassion for the way we grew up or or the, the things that happened to us, we can have compassion for others. If I'm still judging the hell out of myself as a kid, I'm going to judge all of you. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's 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 nature. That's that's nature taking its course. Another, yes. another one I like is that um, in the very end, as we mm. sit here. We're okay. Yeah. We're okay today, dude. We're like, we so went through some okay. shit, man. We went through some things, that, and we're okay. We're sitting yes. here, smile on our face, food in our belly, clothes on our back. We're good, dude. Job, we're good, dude. We're so good. Christy's brand new car. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> we're good, dude. Yeah, you we know? So, it, you guys, I just, I really wanted to bring this home with you guys. It's okay to look inside of yourself. It's okay to really dig deep and find out what goes on and why. And where, and where the, if you have confusion, Get it out, man, and talk about it so you're not confused about it. Find somebody you trust. Yes. I don't and if you're if you're in recovery, find a sponsor. If you don't want to talk to your sponsor about it, find a counselor. Yeah. Find somebody, find a head doctor that can help you out with these things because this is how we're gonna grow. Yes, and it's not blaming. It's not, you know, blaming anyone for your childhood. It's just saying how these are the things that happened to me or this is what I went through and I wanna I I want to look and yeah, look at it yeah. a little bit so that I can grow, so that I can be my absolute best self. And I keep saying that, you know, I think we all deserve a big, beautiful bitch in life. Yes, absolutely. We And we do, dude. Yes. And so if we're like, if we keep that in a box and shove it to the side, we 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 aren't going to be able to have that, I right. think, in my yeah. opinion. Well said. And I'm going to let you guys know right now, ladies and gentlemen, Christy and Stephanie can tell you guys both. I don't want to talk to my inner child. <laughs> but I'm understanding today that this is the way for me to heal from past traumas. So here I am getting uncomfortable in front of the microphone with all of you. And it takes time. It's not like, bam, you're sober. Let's talk about it. Yeah, you and know, it, it takes, takes time, time, but time's not your friend. So let's get it out now. Yep. You know, let's do it. Time is nobody's friend. Let's get it over with. Let's, get, let's work on these things. Do it, do it, do it. Whew, that was good. <laughs> <sighs> I feel refreshed. 
Wow, I'm so excited. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. As always, I just appreciate you guys sharing so much of uh, your story and talking about hard and difficult topics. Thank you, Steph. Um, I know that the process of, like you mentioned, talking about and thinking about and going through these things that we have fear over a lot of times is the thing that really starts the healing. And so um, the intention of Survivors of Addiction podcast is really just to challenge people to go to the next level. Amen. You know, if any of this resonates, take some time to really think about, you know, your childhood and like not condemning necessarily, but just the reality of what it was. And um in kind of researching inner child work, just barely touching the surface, um, to me, it seems that uh, really you're the only one that can comfort um, the little child inside of you. And so when you go through these steps of understanding that that was your reality, but you learned from all of those experiences and they've made you who you are today, um, it's worth it. It, yeah. it changes your life. It changes your heart. You and know, it releases, like she said, that guilt and shame mm. and allows you to have a different perspective. You yeah. know, you just, thank you. You just said something so powerful. And I don't know if you recognize it, but like, you're the only person that can comfort your inner child. Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, you're probably the only person your inner child trusts. Mm. So yeah. you said something big there, right? When you said it, like, I got chills. I was like, oh man, yeah, that's, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else can fix that but me. And I'm yes. the only one that knows me and everything. So thank yes. you for sharing that because that just like opened my mind mm-hmm. and my eyes to something real big right now. So thank That's you, Steph. Cute. Gosh, look at you, girl. So Killing it in here. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, for listening uh, to this episode of the Survivors of Addiction podcast. Please uh, like, share, rate, yes. stars, comment. comment email me. We want to hear from you. Yes. If you want my email address, you're going to have to listen to all the podcasts because it's in there somewhere. <laughs> or you can go on reclaiming-lives.org and send us I was trying to get him to listen to them all. Is your message. phone number on there? <laughs> <laughs> I always put Brandon's phone number on everything. Oh, man. No, we really appreciate appreciate this you guys this was a big one for we us. take Thank all you. calls call us yeah email us leave messages we, we love, love it. we love you guys so much we really appreciate this like she said like share comment um let us know what you think we really appreciate this this is what we were born to do really yeah. we can just we just know it so um we appreciate you guys and have a good day have a good day bye guys yeah.